0: All right, I'm not going to lie to you. What we're talking about tonight, it's old news. Okay, it's literally almost a year old, but it's the funniest thing I've ever seen on the internet. I've been sitting on it for a long time. I figure now's the time. I'm finally going to talk about it. You know, last week, we were talking about Native Americans. The whole world, the whole country at least, talking about Native Americans the whole time. I got another Native American for you. But uh, the complaint wasn't about being a native native. This time, no. It was something far, far more extreme. And I figure, also, we just had all of these layoffs of the journalists Journalists. at the Huffington Post. Uh, And this is a story from Huffington Post. Again, it's from many moons ago. But it's from a Native American woman who complained. Well, you know what? Let me just show you the headline. It says... I was kicked off the Harry Potter ride for being too fat for the seats. (laughs) And this, ladies and gentlemen, is by Jana Schmieding. Here she is right there on the screen. Jana Schmieding, a big, fat Native American woman who was kicked off an adult woman, a 34 year old woman (laughs) who was kicked off of the Harry Potter ride because she really, really wanted to ride the Harry Potter ride. What is it? With adults today, loving Harry Potter, comparing everything to Harry Potter, we gotta get past this as a group, as a nation, (laughs) as a people. We have to be over Harry Potter as adults. And we also cannot be telling (laughs) the entire world that we are being fat shamed because we literally are physically too big to fit inside a ride seat. Well, that's what Jana was up to. Now, you probably don't know Jana, Jana Schmeeding, her medium.com bio, she describes herself as a Lakota writer, a comedian, and educator trying to move the needle for native representation in pop culture, but she also talks a lot about being fat. Now, I'm going to let her describe herself in her own words, though, I think that's the best way to do it, and I'll do that with her own introduction in her podcast, it's called woman of size take a listen to this this is Jana.
1: ladies thank you lorraine and caroline for coming here today to help me really dive deep into some of my greatest life's concerns um as you might know i think about my body all the fucking time it's constantly on my mind so um thank you so much for joining us for broad dialogue that's what i'm calling this segment broad dialogue um (laughs) Firstly, I think it only fair that we identify ourselves for this audience so that they don't fuck it up and they can memorize, you know, where we are coming from. It's
0: very important to the Tumblr crowd (laughs) that you make sure everyone knows all of your various identities. Okay, so Jana, she's going to give us her identities. Here we go. Oh, this, by the way, is a roller coaster ride all its own, and you can be any size and get on this ride. Listen to this.
1: Um... I have to read mine from the card.
0: I don't know why that's all funny. I'll start.
1: I am a uh, cis hetero, wow. chubby, uh, mixed Lakota native, New York City transplant, vegetarian adjacent, seer of all Netflix crime dramas, and master of the house urban education.
0: <laughs> okay, so basically everything you'd assume by knowing what we know so far about Jana, right? Okay, well, tonight on the show, I'm going to tell you all about her article, her beautiful article, and don't worry, if you've already read the article, if you've already heard of this, because again, it's from many moons ago, I got new stuff for you. I'm digging into and investigating Jana's background, including whether or not she's not a Elizabeth Warren-type Native American. Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas, Jana Schmieding- Poke a fat ass. Alright? So I've got a lot of things to say about Jana, and I've made some discoveries. So let's go bully the internet. This is Pot Awful. Pot Awful TV. Oh y'all is doing it right. Pot awful sucks, you faggot oh, boy. Scam artists, you scam or douche baggage. You're the worst. Motherfucker, off. You fucking little piece of shit. You're crazy, you're tipping. Faggot, jackass, pot awful sucks.
1: Yes, you know what? You're
0: not funny. I want to really kick your ass. you oh. My mom doesn't
1: like it when I mention pot awful
0: anymore. All right. With exactly six million downloads, I'm your host, Jesse PS. Welcome to pot awful, where we bully the internet. That's what we do. And again, this might be old, but it needs bullying, okay? There's a little bit of bullying online about this one, but I think this one kind of flew under a lot of people's radars. So hopefully we can catch you up to speed. We are live as we are every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time over at Podawful.tv. We've got the live video stream going on right now, the chat room that we call the Chaz Room. We'll check in with just a second. If you're watching live right now, make sure you share that show. Get it out there. Get people in here watching live. Uh, smash that like button for us. Make sure that like button knows. Smash it till it's so small, it can definitely fit on the Harry Potter ride at Universal Studios, okay? And hit subscribe if you're our uh, first time viewer here. I'd love it if you hit subscribe. Finally, Finally hit that 6,000 <laughs> subs. YouTube, ooh, boy, they've been unsubscribing people for the past two weeks. It has been a very tough uphill climb, but I'm glad we finally hit that uh, that benchmark there. Let's check in with the chat room, see what they're saying in there. Um, Changing my body is hard, so chairs have to change instead, says Elizabeth. Yeah, I agree with that. Why change you when everyone else should change furniture for you. <laughs> that makes sense. Ark Blight- Blightson says, she give her vegetables to whoever is adjacent to her at the table. Well, I don't think it's just a vegetable problem. She probably eats tons of vegetables. And I do mean tons of vegetables. Tons and tons and tons of them. Doesn't matter what you eat. It's the calories. Okay, folks? This is the funny part about fat people. is Every time you look at them, you go, this is a person who can't do... The simplest of math, (laughs) okay? More calories in than calories out. Guess what you're going to be? Fat. And don't give me my conditions, all right? Uh, Native Gargantuan. Yeah, she's, hello, I am from the Gargantuan tribe. YouTube is a bitch, says Tikka Masala. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And we do have some super chats that we got to shout out here. Patrick says join that pizza fund thank you so much patrick for saying that and Corey says have an awful night i hope we do if you'd like to support our show you can send in super chats and i will be checking in on those from time to time no real specific subject for the super chats tonight but hey i tell you what if you got a fat joke you want to fill the the This is a fat chat tonight. Your super chats? No, no, no. Fat chats. Guys, send in your fat chats tonight, and I will be reading those on the show. Speaking of reading, let's get into the article. The star of the show tonight is this fucking article right here. And again, this is from nearly a year ago, but it's too funny not to read. So let's check it out. This is from Huffington Post, where all the journalists go to learn how to code and it's I was kicked off the Harry Potter ride for being too fat for the seats Janish meeting our goon for tonight and there she is taking a very poor selfie in the dark of the Harry Potter ride I don't know if this is before or after she was rejected from being too fat let's see what the caption says Janish meeting stands in front of the Harry Potter and the forbidden journey ride at Universal Studios California so she's sitting there going oh yeah I'm gonna get to ride it finally and then 12 seconds after this photo was taken, the most embarrassing moment of her life <laughs> ever happened. That's, that's really amazing stuff. I'm pretty impressed with that. So let's keep uh, reading this here. She says, I refuse to take on the additional guilt of not having gotten into Harry Potter until I was 35. I said 34 before. This woman started reading Harry Potter at 35. That is brain damage. That is brain damage. Oh, you know what? I don't know if you guys heard about this. I, it, let me know if you guys already heard about this, but Trump is a little bit like Voldemort, am I right? Let's keep reading. But I'll admit that despite the annoying J.K. Rowling versus Native People scandal that I doubt you heard anything about, but I followed, because I'm Native, Native, Native. She needs you to know she's native. She didn't always need you to know she's native. She certainly didn't always need you to know. We'll go into that later in the show. Poke a fat ass here. All of a sudden is native in our victim society in the oppression Olympics. She goes on to say, by the way, being fat, is not oppression. Okay. (laughs) Let's get one thing clear off the top. Where do I stand on this? It should be fairly clear. But you didn't accidentally get fat. You weren't born fat. You ate your way into fat. You gluttoned your way there. That's not a condition, okay? So that doesn't get to be a part of the oppression Olympics. You're not oppressed for being fat. People are- every time they say, ha ha, you're fat, they're helping you. You should listen to them. Most people, this sort of thing happening to them would be a wake-up call, okay? I got deeply sucked in last year. (laughs) Well, not to the ride. It was the depression and disgust surrounding Donald Trump's election that sent me into a YA, young adult, fantasy endurance run where I went so far as to purchase an armchair for my round-the-clock bedroom reading. This is how deranged the people are. This is how sick in the head. You're crazy. You're sick in the head. This is how sick in the head they are. These people are diving into young adult, and by the way, very young adult. I remember how old I was when I stopped reading Harry Potter. I was, I mean, young adult, I would think that would mean high school. I stopped reading Harry Potter in middle, okay? These people are so fucked in the head because of Donald Trump's very existence that they need the fantasy of wizardry, to get them out of it that is nuts man that is nuts she bought an armchair for her. I'm shocked she didn't already have an armchair by the way she, I feel like she'd have an armchair a leg chair a <laughs> all the chairs any chair you can think of I have a feeling she probably had a chair for it a head chair anyway. By Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, I was logging onto Pottermore to determine my Hogwarts house, Ravenclaw, and my Patronus, a Scops owl. I don't know what the fuck that is, but this woman is figuring out if she's a Hufflepuff or not. That is nuts, man. That's nuts. You can't. You can't be 35 and starting to do it. At the very least, the other adults have the excuse of nostalgia. These losers who are still into reading the comic books and all that, the video games, all that stuff. And I know a lot of you guys are those losers. All right, get over it. By the way, Trollita Super Chat says, Pot Awful Sucks. Sorry, I'm late. Thank you, Trollita. Usually, usually the first Super Chat in the Super Chats. Pot Awful Sucks from Trollita. Um, anyway, these people at least they have the excuse of nostalgia. If you were sitting there taking a quiz, finding out which X-Man you were, I'm Cyclops! Oh, are you? Are you? Then I would get it because of nostalgia, right? At the very least, this woman does not have that excuse. Somehow, she grew up, uh, thank you, we got the, uh, by the way, the lights go off in the studio when you send in those super chats, so if you want to ring the lights in here, send in them super chats, we'll check in with those in a bit. Um, this woman, though, she somehow went, miss me with that Harry Potter shit for 35 years, or at least for as long as Harry Potter has existed, and then at 35, Donald Trump forced her brain to become a jelly, and thus, she had to start reading children's books, comparing the novels to the movies, and then sobbing when Dumbledore, well, no spoilers, he died. So it should be no surprise that when three friends and I went to Universal Studios just outside Los Angeles last month, I demanded that our first experience be the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, an interactive area of the park designed for the fan who wants a taste of the wizarding life. Ugh. God, just reading that. This is why you people are getting fired. I don't think she was an opinion contributor to HuffPost or anything. But, I mean, it's shit like this. No one's reading this stuff except the people making fun of it. And we've got the ad blockers on. Oh, God. An interactive area of the park, uh, Wizarding Life. As it was my first time at Universal Studios, I couldn't have been... Possibly more tickled to drink butter beer and visit all of the Hogsmeade shops. I even purchased a fifty dollar wand. That <laughs> Fuck, man! I've already read this, and every time I read that part, it gets me fifty dollars. She bought the fifty dollar wand. That's a trick for children to whine to their parents to buy. Okay? That is sick, man. That is completely, completely sick. <laughs> oh, shit. I even purchased a $50 wand that I used on all of the goofy little spell spots around the delightful town square. <laughs> I was a child again, grinning ear to ear the entire time. Most of these people, they never stop being a child, so I guess maybe she can say she was a child. Well, no, wait, you're not a child again. You're not a child again, Jana. You never read this as a child. This isn't you reliving your childhood. This is you creating a new one in your late adulthood. And I say late adulthood because I mean, I think of elderly as being different from adult okay? She's not elderly yet, but she's late adult. She's getting to the point where her eggs, they're drying up. If she has a baby, it's gonna have autism, okay? I don't care how many vaccines she avoids, or how many times she chants to the local tribal spirits. I was a child again, grinning ear to ear the entire time, posting massive numbers of Instagram stories, Ugh. so that all of my friends knew I was finally living that Harry Potter life! But then... I received the most dreadful, helpful message from a friend who saw that I was traipsing around Hogsmeade. Now, I usually don't think of dreadful as helpful. Now, what does this mean? My dear friend Ruha, who has been a guest on my Woman of Size podcast, and we will be listening to the Woman of Size podcast, don't you worry, about the discrimination against fat women's bodies uh, Ruha wrote, heads up, I was kicked off the Hogwarts ride because I didn't fit. <laughs> it was humiliating, but they gave me front-of-the-line passes to the rest of the rides at Universal. Just be aware. Look, Jana, if you start a podcast called Woman of Size, and you and other members of your podcast find yourself in a position... Where you need to share information about where you can no longer fit, then maybe having a podcast isn't the answer to your problems. Maybe you should just do the easy thing of losing weight. <laughs> okay. Call me crazy. I know. Let's check those chats. Uh, Lindsay says, I'm fat because a Cheeto runs your country. Yeah, exactly. Trolita says, she got sorted into the house of pancakes. Very good. Jana Schmiding's Harry Potter house is the international house of pancakes. I hop. Trollita once again says I'm making the lights blink. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Trollita. All right. Let's keep going. There are other people watching by the way. It's not just fucking Trollita. All right. Um, so she says, woof, I'd been investigating size based discrimination for several months. (laughs) Really? I've been investigating you for several months and this is, (laughs) I'm having a lot of fun. Interviewing and publishing conversations with women in my life who have experienced body shame, injustice, and inequity around their size, gender, race, and presence. Clearly, our world would prefer that women who look like the fat lady painting that guards Gryffindor Tower just disappear evanesco the spell in harry potter that causes an object animate or inanimate to vanish into non-being is not just fictional sorcery to women of size it's a very real experience that we often shoulder so that sizist ass muggles can sleep comfortably at night knowing they'll never catch the fat We've been told we're spreading. We don't think it's a disease. That's what they don't get. We don't we're not the ones who think it's a disease you can catch from other people. Jana. We know that you got there from eating, calling thin people muggles. Fat people are the real That's fat girl magic. <laughs> Have you heard of black girl magic? This is fat girl magic. Evanesco, just to make them disappear. I got a spell for you. It's uh it's expecto. Fatronus, okay? <laughs> that makes you blow up <laughs> even bigger. I want Jana to be as big as a house, by the way. I'm not telling Jana, I'm not phobic. I'm not body shaming her at all. I actually want her to get even bigger, okay? I want her to be so big. Not only is she not allowed to ride roller coasters anymore, she can't fit through the turnstiles to get in the park. She won't be allowed in because they will immediately hit capacity. That's what I want for Jana's life. That's me, personally. But like the fat lady, and here she goes singing, I am big and loud and demanding, and I absolutely refuse to vanish. So I did what any new Hogwarts student would do after being warned that she might be excluded. I bounded into the line with my friends, and we were soon dazzled by the intricate details of the Hogwarts School of Wizardry. Disappearing projections of Harry, Ron, and Hermione, the pens- the, the, the sieve inside Dumbledore's chambers. I don't know what the fuck that is. It was so exciting that I found myself chuckling and prancing like an adolescent girl going to her first dance. When we reached the front of the line, we were perfectly placed on the ride, four across and seats locked down. I have a feeling... That maybe the seat, not all of the seats were so locked down, right? There's probably, there's probably at least one seat here that isn't quite locked down. We've all been on a ride, by the way. If you've been to a theme park, you've been on a ride where a fat person got on it, they try to close it down, and you hear, you do it, you put the ride down, you put the uh, harness down, you go click, 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 and does that last click, and you're like, ugh! And then you see the fat guy over there, he goes, click, and then he just stops, and he's like, "I guess I'm done. I guess that's just all that it is." I mean, right? That's an, one click is good, right? I'm fairly sure you need all three clicks. I wouldn't want to ride the ride if I just got a one click. I'd be scared. I actually got on a roller coaster one time, and I I only got one click. Not because I was too fat; it wouldn't go any further. There was plenty of space. It just I couldn't physically move it any further, and I had to go. Um, excuse me. Excuse me. Hello. Hello teenager. Teenager who works here? Hi. Yes. I don't want to die. Can we do something about this? They told me it's fine. <laughs> okay. Then how come Janna's not allowed on the ride? Maybe this is actually fat phobia. So I did what uh wait, wait where did I leave off here? Um uh, the seats are locked down I glanced at my friends and we all cackled we made it I got on I'm not too record scratch <laughs> she actually wrote record that is like such hack comedy stuff a record scratch and she wrote that into her article she's a comedian by the way she considers herself to be a comedian one of the 20 something ride managers walked over and asked us all to step off because of a quote unquote safety issue. She puts that in quotes like maybe it's not a safety issue that she weighs so much that the ride would collapse. She thinks <laughs> she thinks they're joking about her test of the tensile strength of steel. <laughs> I mean, what is she what is going on? What if the wood underneath you buckles, Jana? Is it quote-unquote safety then? We were ushered through a door to what looked like a backstage area where another 20-something employee rattled off a spiel about safety. She puts that in quotes again. And three clicks! Oh, it says it! I forgot it actually said that in the article. Three clicks and having to try out a safety seat. Quote-unquote. These are all quotes. Okay? Now... She could be putting quotes there because that's what they literally said, and she is quoting them, but I believe these are scare quotes, which means Jana thinks she's just being lied to. That it has nothing to it's not your fault. You you weren't meant to be tiny, Jana. It's not for eating all those sandwiches. Science isn't real. (laughs) You fucking liar. That's when we all knew that I hadn't actually made it onto the Hogwarts ride. And here's my favorite part of the article. My absolute favorite part of the article. Here we go. Watch this. And there's a picture of her making a horrible face and drinking a butter beer while saying, Bite me, Hogwarts ride. She's also devouring... A churro. (laughs) So, Jana thought that the best course of action here, the absolute best course of action, would be immediately following learning that she's too fat to fit, too fat to ride, you must be this thin to get on. Best case scenario here, I should down another Butterbeer and eat Mexican food, <laughs> okay? Which is probably the most fattening food. I don't know if you've ever seen a Latinx. Um, holy fuck, oh no, churro and a gigantic beer. And It is a gigantic beer. It is a huge beer. Those assholes better buy all of their food. Guys, if, if this is the funniest article you've ever heard in your entire life, please smash that like button, okay? Thank you. <laughs> Trollita says... Waves wand, anorexia nervosa! <laughs> yeah, and Jana just shrinks. Wouldn't that be nice? Elizabeth says, Who do all of the Facebook Harry Potter quizzes say I am? Hagrid? <laughs> I think, yeah, that how great would it be if Jana was sorted into the Hagrid house? Okay, um, she's looking fairly haggard in this picture. <laughs> Schmieding enjoys a beverage after not being allowed on the Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey ride. Oh, she's enjoying a beverage, all right. I'd say it's her fifth that day. I wonder how many churros she had, too. The four of us were taken to the beginning of the line where another 20-something informed us, oh, it's a 20-something, so what does he know? You're 20 years old, you can't tell whether or not somebody is fat. That's not your place if you're 20. Look, I don't trust 20-year-olds with a lot of stuff, okay? A lot of stuff. I certainly don't want to hear their opinions on politics, Trump, anything like that, the border wall, reality in general, usually. But I think a 20-year-old kid in, <laughs> in Universal Studios can determine if he heard three clicks or not and if your fucking gut Is preventing the thing from closing. All right, I I just have a feeling on that one. Call call it a premonition, a hunch. Uh, Another 20 something informed us that for safety reasons, the restraint covering a rider's chest must click down three times. She asked us to try out the test seat and my friends all looked over at me because I was obviously the fat one who caused our current predicament. Very good. I took the bullet and pulled the restraint over my shoulders, pressing down as tightly as I could. My precious E-cups getting smashed into my chest and up around my neck. We, ladies, we need to have a talk. Fat ladies, we need to have a talk, okay? something. look, I'm the, I don't hate you. I don't hate you. I only hate you when you do stuff like this, to be honest. But fat girls, let's you and me have a powwow here. In honor of Jana. let's powwow here, okay? Your titties ain't shit if you got them because you are over 200 pounds, okay? You shouldn't even be close to 200, by the way. Unless you're seven feet tall, then you can be. If you're seven feet tall, go ahead and be 200 pounds, I'm so sick of hearing girls proud of their titties because they are morbidly obese. It makes no sense. All right? We, we know. Like, it, you've got three titties. Titty, left titty, right titty, and then the titty underneath, the big fucking fupa titty. You're not supposed to have a titty that hangs above your pussy. Okay? And you got back titties. You got titties all over the place. You know why a titty is nice to a guy, because it's, it's a novelty, a man doesn't have them, and a woman only has them in two spots, a man likes a titty and a butt, you know why, because there's two spots like that on a woman's body, the titties and the butt, you know, those two mounds right there, if your whole body is mounds, that's no longer a novelty, I could grab your foot, and it would be just as fleshy and squishy, <laughs> You know what I mean? The only difference is nipple. And I have a feeling you probably have a mole or something that could suffice. So stop being proud of your E cups. It's disgusting. Stop blaming things on your boobs. It's not your boobs, it's your diet. One click, that's all I could manage. So I got out of the test seat and negotiated with my dear friends, who in solidarity were about to walk away with me. I demanded that they go on the ride, and I waited for them at the end, watching several other people, bigger than me or with breasts as large as mine, or with children in tow, walking away from Hogwarts, dejected. (sighs) Oh... As disappointed as I was, the experience didn't entirely ruin my day. Oh no, I bet it didn't, after you started shoving churros down your gullet. I'm sure the second you filled your giblets with gizzards, you were fine. But I wonder how I would have reacted had I not already built up a small community of women in comedy dealing with similar body discrimination. Ruha did... Oh my god, Ruha. Ruha did me a great service by warning me, but if I hadn't been producing my podcast and discussing these issues weekly and meeting like-minded people, rejection from the Hogwarts ride because of my size would still have been a humiliating shock. Guys, podcasts are over, okay? No more podcasts. You're not allowed to have them. You're not allowed to have them. Who am I to say? I'm the podcast authority, okay? The name of my show is Pot Awful. Oh, it must be an awful podcast. No, the name of my show is Pod Awful because I've been doing this so goddamn long, so much longer than any of these people have been doing their podcasts. I started a week before Mark Marin started what the fuck, okay? Put that in perspective. Now I'm not saying I'm the original. I'm saying I know enough to say we're done. We're done with you guys having podcasts. You can't you haven't come up with anything good for them. You're not doing anything fun, new, exciting, different. Every fucking episode of this show, I got the most amazing shit for you. Even when I'm reading old ass shit like this, I'm about to pull out some fucking wild ones for you. Trust me on that. And I don't fucking monetize this shit with YouTube ads either. That's why we rely on those super chats and the pizza fund. So I'm done with a fat woman thinking, you know what's a good topic to talk about? Being fat. That ain't a topic. That is you overindulging. Who wants to hear about it? You need a community around you because you can't stop yourself. Yeah, you do need a community around you. A community of thin people taking your hand and grabbing the cake out of it every single time. And I'm saying this, by the way, as a fat guy. I'm fat. So if I'm fat, Jana. You're a monster. I don't I don't think it's even right to call these people fat at this point. That we've reached a boiling over point where you this is no longer fat. This is an entirely different category of being. You're a, you're a you're a slug at that point. You know? Let's keep reading here. When I walked outside with my friends, I exclaimed, "Hogwarts would never condone this. Oh, gross. Oh, Imagine being her friend in that moment, the cringe, the chills, the carnage, but upon further investigation, the books and movies have only a few big characters, and most of them are antagonistic, yeah, why would they have any fat characters, they live in a world of magic, they could do a spell and lose weight, in fact I think that's in the books. The fat lady painting is obnoxious and bossy. The Dursleys are lazy and entitled. Crab and Goyle are both fat dunces who follow the orders of the lithe, vampire-looking Draco Malfoy. So I think I'm wrong. Hogwarts absolutely condones this and so does the general public. Exclusion is a powerful weapon. I have support on all sides telling me that my investigations into size-based discrimination, not size-based, you ain't talking about height. And by the way, short people, you're next, okay? (laughs) Short people, you got to go too. Uh, Size-based discrimination are helpful and important, and my community of people combating this issue is steadfast and intelligent. Despite all that, I couldn't quite shake the feeling that I wished I were small enough to take the Hogwarts ride. That's the impact of exclusion. It makes a person internalize an entire system of institutional hatred. Cause it's not her fault, ladies and gentlemen It's not, it's the institution The institution did this to her She, she shouldn't have to lose weight The ride should magically change for her (laughs) Was this room expanding? Oh wait, that's the haunted mansion, not Harry Potter Okay, well she would, she should ride the haunted mansion The room expands, she can fit At Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida, the locking mechanisms on the Hogwarts ride were adjusted in 2010 to safely accommodate bigger bodies, but not before this man was inspired, quote unquote, to lose weight so he could be allowed on board. That's wrong. Exclusion and shame are not motivational techniques. They're forms of bullying. Bullying is a form of motivational technique. And this is something I was going to bring up anyway. I didn't realize it was in the article. She's linking to some guy who, of course, decided to lose weight because he wasn't able to get on a Harry Potter ride. This is usually a wake-up call for people. When they get on with their kids and they're told by a ride attendant to please get off so the rest of the country can enjoy the ride, <laughs> the rest of the uh, customers can get on. That's a wake-up call for people. In fact, I Googled it. I looked it up. I looked to see how many stories there are like this. And Reddit, Google, it's filled with them. Filled with them. It's the exact same story, except the difference is they got off the ride and they didn't yummy down on a churro. They started working out and eating less. But Jana Schmieding, Native American polka-fat-ass Jana Schmeeding, wants you to know... That you shouldn't be bullied into losing weight to fit in normal society. Instead, normal society should comport to the marginal people that take up too much space and resources. Exclusion makes me a logical and educated person. Wrong! Wrong! Believe that I'm at fault for not fitting into this ride instead of recognizing that rides should accommodate all people's bodies. You are at fault, Jana. You ate your way into this. It didn't just happen. Holy shit. Are, oh, this is making me mad now. This isn't even funny anymore. It's just angry. Apply this thinking to race or gender discrimination or disabled accessibility, and you have yourself the hot stew we're in today. Look, even I'd be upset if they said, I'm sorry, actually, we didn't hear three clicks because you're too black to ride. That would be a step too far to me. But disabled? I have news for you, Jana. Jana. There are lots of disabled people who cannot ride these rides. Let's say they made the ride bigger for you. Which, by the way, you're talking about a million dollar reconstruction. At least one million dollar, probably multi-millions of dollars to make that happen for you. Let's say they did that. Well, guess what? Now a guy with no arms can't ride the ride. Because it'd be too loose for him He's got no way to stay inside A guy with no arms, no legs How the fuck does he ride a roller coaster, Jana? Tell me that Just a torso man Can he ride it? Should they accommodate for a torso man? I once saw a guy who was nothing but a head (laughs) Do we need a seat for just the one guy on earth Who was just a head and a colostomy bag? What happens when his poop flies out and onto your fat lap, Jana? Are you still going to be happy about this decision? It's incredible, the thought process here. We must be more intelligent and and inclusive about the way we're designing spaces and experiences for people. My ordeal at Hogwarts was so slight compared to the kind of exclusion that others experience, but it's not the first time a place has been built that doesn't accommodate my body. While safety is often the given reason that fat people are excluded, it's clear to us that companies are actually just keeping the general public safe from our fatness. It's both. It's both. Yes, there, Yes, there is a safety concern, and the safety concern is you're so fat you might break the ride and hurt other people. That is part of the safety concern. It's not just your well-being. See, her ego is so strong she doesn't realize that it's a safety concern for everyone on the ride. That means her friends that were going to get on. If the ride malfunctions, and she, let's say she's so fat the thing doesn't go down all the way, and then her tiny—she's uh, short, by the way. She's, like, she's shaped like Danny DeVito playing the penguin in Batman Returns. Let's say she slips out from under her unrestrained restraint, her, uh, her harness. And she just gets swallowed up by the ride. (laughs) She just... Whoop! (laughs) Jana Parts just goes spraying out the other side like a fucking wood chipper onto the car behind them. Let's say that happens. When her bone gets lodged in the gear down there, what happens to her friends? They might die too. Now, I don't know how this ride works. This ride, I don't know if there's drops on it. I don't know if there's anything where movement is that big a deal, to be honest. But it doesn't matter if you're too big to fit into something that most people fit into. Otherwise, they're not going to the park. Okay? Ridership ain't down on the Harry Potter ride. So if you're too fat for it, you are the problem. We cannot live in a world where we cater to marginalized people because marginalized people are marginal. Yes, very simple stuff. In this case, rather than turning people away daily from an incredible Hogwarts moment, Universal Studios could have simply designed and built a ride from the start that welcomed a diverse range of body sizes, especially as more and more Americans identify as fat or plus size. I identify as fat and plus size, Jana. I identify as fat, and I can get on the ride, so I think they're doing fine. Look at that. Look at that. That just destroyed... In one fell swoop, I just and I just came up with that. In one fell swoop, I just destroyed her entire way of thinking, her quote-unquote logic, her whole line here. I've just destroyed it. Because not only can you just identify as fat, you just identify as that. And you can't tell somebody what they identify as. Remember that. That's the way these people think. Not only do I identify as fat, but I've ridden these rides... No problem, which means they accommodate to people who identify as fat. So I think maybe the problem was something else, Jana. Maybe the problem was you, because us people, I think me and everybody in the chat room currently identify as fat. Guys, if you identify as fat and you've ridden one of these types of rides, let me know in the chat room, okay? I'm gonna check that chat in just a second and check those super chats. Because Harry Potter is fantastical beyond reality, the park experience should also transcend the fat-shaming that we encounter every time we leave our homes. The wizarding world of Harry Potter needs to open its doors to all kinds of people with all kinds of bodies. Oh yeah, what about a guy with an arm coming out of his forehead and uh, just feet where his legs should be? (laughs) It's just immediately feet. Should it accommodate to him? There's one guy. He's the one man ever born that way. Does he need a ride? With all kinds of bodies who experience life in all kinds of ways and who would just be so delighted to be invited into this magical realm, right now it's just a little too realistic. You need reality in your life, Janna. And it says, Janna Schmieding is a comedic writer, performer, and educator in Los Angeles. She is the creator of the weekly podcast and accompanying live show, Woman of Size, blah, blah, blah. She actually manages to not mention her Native Americanness ness in that bio. Wow. Congrats, Jana. That's a first for you, actually. That's a first. I identify as morbidly obese, and I demand the whole ride to myself. Fuck you, skinnies. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I have, and I am chubby. Hey, that's me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Let's check in with the Super Chats. Uh, Angie says... My people seem to be prone to being huge fatties. When I do put on weight, I do something about it because I don't want to feel like shit and look gross. Also, adult Harry Potter fans need to stop. For those who don't know, Angie there is a native, okay? She's a native person. So she's saying her people, a lot of them are big fucking fatties. And she's right. They are. They're huge, usually. The only one who's not is Chief Crying Wolf from last week with the MAGA Kid, Smirk Douglas. Trollita says, I need hair advice. Jesse, do you use a chi? I don't know what that is, so no, and I will not give anyone hair advice, okay? It just grows out of my head. That's it. It's not that big a deal. Giannator, shout out to all the big brain niggas out there. Guys, we are part of the big brain dark nigga web. So (laughs) thank you for the shout out. Shout out to Revenge of the Sis for also being part of the big brain nigga squad. Spokey Doki says... Eugenics suddenly makes sense. Let me play for you now. we were just watching at the beginning of the show. We were watching her intro to her woman of size live podcast. she doesn't normally do these live. she does' them the way I do recording them and she's introducing her guests. i'd like to let it play out a little bit because I just want you to I want you to get a feel for this fucking terrible fat-ass podcast. Look at this. It is, so it's three fatties sitting at a table, including Jana.
1: Hi, I'm Lorraine DeGraffenwright. I am a black, cis-hetero, uh, pronouns she, her, they, them. Um, I am from Baltimore, Maryland, by way of New York. What up? <laughs> East Coast. Um, I am a Los Angeles uh, double extra-large, a New York extra-large, and a Maryland medium. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, yes. Okay, you know what? I'm going to give her that one. You know what? I don't hate that. That was a joke. That wasn't a complaint. It was a joke. A Maryland medium. You know, Maryland. She's probably from a black area, Maryland. Big fat black women. She's a Maryland medium. That's funny. <laughs> See, I don't have a blanket thing against fatties. I don't. I don't have a blanket thing against women, fat women, whatever. I don't. That's a fine joke. I like this girl. Okay? But let's go to the next one the white girl. <laughs>
1: Caroline. My name is Caroline Anderson. I am a recovering mm. alcoholic.
0: Uh, <laughs> and Jana's nodding her head to that, like, mm, you go, girl. Yes. Alcoholism. Very cool.
1: Uh, I am a former opera singer, part-time pet sitter.
0: Oh, so I guess the show is over. The fat lady sings.
1: <laughs> currently menstruating. Uh, yes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god. That's all. I just wanted you to have to hear that cuz I had to hear that. Currently menstruating. Yes, Queen Gianator in the super chat says, "Shout out to all my plus-size queens. It's cool to have a period now." That's that's a joke to Here's here's jokes to women. These are these are jokes to women, okay? This is why women in comedy they're not funny. Jana, you might be a comedian. You ain't funny, all right? The bar is so low. The soft bigotry of low expectations for you guys. It's so hilarious. The, here's what counts as jokes to women. Singing, that's a joke. Dancing, that's a joke. Just having your period and saying that you do. That's a joke. <laughs> okay, very cool. ungabraten in the super chat says, It's Friedrich, fat women, intermittent. In, 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 oh, internment camps, please. Yeah. Okay. That's you saying that, not me. Friedrich says, fat women, internment camps, please. Now, here's a crazy thing I found uh, while doing my research on Jan and all this stuff. Snopes actually covered her article. Snopes.com covered her article. It says, Did a woman say a theme park fat shamed her because she couldn't fit on a ride? And let me just go ahead and maximize this, they say. Mostly false. (laughs) Okay, Snopes. Okay. It's like Snopes is allergic to being right at this point. They're just, they need, they need the lefties. They need them on their side because otherwise, I don't know. I guess they'll die. I don't know what it is. But they're saying that's mostly false, that she claims she was fat shamed. Now, their bone of contention here, their point of contention is that. Okay, she said that she, you know, went through this ordeal, but she didn't say the theme park fat-shamed her. But that's funny, because here's the video from the Snopes article. Was a woman fat-shamed by a Harry Potter ride? Now, Snopes made this. Janice meeting waited in line for the Universal Studios ride. You know what, I'm just going to skip ahead, because we already know all this part. Um, So here they are quoting her. They're quoting her HuffPost piece here, okay? This is the Snopes video. Because Harry Potter is fantastical beyond reality, the park experience should also transcend the fat shaming that we encounter every time we leave our homes. So in the video, on the article, where they say that this is mostly false that she said it because she didn't say they fat shamed her, in the video, they quote the part where she says... They fat-shamed her. I I mean, it might be implying, but it's still right there. Snopes can't... They can't handle it, okay? They really can't. Um, I'm actually getting so heated over this, and we're going long on this episode. I hope you don't mind. Uh, I need to take a quick water break so uh i'll be right back after this guys please remember we do not monetize our youtube channel we do not do sponsors i value your time and i hope you value my content if you do And if you want to support this show, this is my only job, uh, believe it or not. If you'd like to support the show, we built our own Patreon. We know Patreon shit. We're the first guys to leave Patreon and build our own thing. We built our own Patreon. It's called the Pizza Fund. And you can get bonus content in there, premium episodes we do every Wednesday and Friday, and much, much more. You can join for as little as a dollar. Um, So go check it out. It's at potawful.pizza. I'm going to play a quick commercial for that. I'll be right back, okay? Don't worry, you're pretty fat little heads. Support the show. Join the pizza fund. Potawful.pizza. Pizza, pizza. 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 Potawful.pizza.
1: P-I-C-C-A pizza.
0: okay, I see people in the chat room freaking out because they're going, you're not drinking Dr. Pepper? I'm not. I've actually, I have not been drinking Dr. Pepper lately. I'll tell you why. Because I'm a big fat guy, and I know when enough is enough. I know when to stop. Okay? So, Jana... You could learn something from me, and it's very clear you could learn something from me. And we're going to get into her heritage in a second here, but it's very clear you could learn something from me, Jana, because this is real. I have not photoshopped this. I'm not making this up. This is a live Google page. When you Google Jana Schmieding, and here I have typed in her name into Google. When you Google that, scroll to the bottom, and it will show you searches related to Jana Schmieding. And it's the first one is. How much does Jana Schmieding weigh? (laughs) This is a live Google search, okay? I just reloaded the page. You can see it right there. How much does Jana Schmieding weigh? That is real, and I could not believe it. I love the world. I fucking I love the internet. I love the world. Here's her Woman of Size podcast page. And you know, again, I've been sitting on this content for a long time now. A long time. I knew this one was evergreen. Um I figured we could find a good time to do it. I think nigh- tonight. Tonight was the best night to do it. And it's even funnier now that I've waited this long because since the last time I checked this, Jana has not uploaded a single podcast. Her last podcast was on August 12th of 2018. Now, all a podcast is, is breaking out a laptop, recording your voice, essentially, as I put a lot more fucking effort into it, obviously, but if you're not a crazy person like me, essentially, you can get away with just doing that. Jana is so fat and lazy. She hasn't been able to record a podcast Since August, (laughs) okay? We're about to hit February. She hasn't managed. Here is her typical podcast. I love listening to other podcasts on the show. I love critiquing other podcasts on the show because I do think podcasts are shit. Let's take a listen.
1: Conversations on women of size often have adult themes and language. So (gasps) if you're listening in mixed company, beware, earmuffs may be
0: needed. Wow, in mixed company? Aren't you mixed, Jana? So should we... Are you allowed to listen to this? Oh. Ooh, I actually, that was a spoiler. I just spoiled something. So yeah, in the chat room, they're saying, shmeeting. Trust me, don't think I didn't notice that part. But Wow, What's cool, up, everybody? Cool intro.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for tuning into the season finale of Woman of
0: Size. Seems like it might
1: be the series finale. I'm your host, Janice Meeting, and I have to admit that taking a break from hosting and producing this podcast will be much needed. <laughs>
0: I mean, how do I do it? I don't know, man. I, I I took two weeks off for Christmas, but that was mostly because I was traveling, and I really can't do this show while traveling. But uh, how is it that all these other podcasts, they do a fucking episode or two or three every week? How do I get away with it? Jana did five shows ever, maybe, and then she needed a break. <laughs> she hasn't been back since August. I'm not going to torture you by making you listen to all of that stuff. Jana's a goldmine, by the way. I mean, her Medium page, Medium.com, this, that's a thing where anybody can upload. a. If you're not familiar, anyone can just make their own news article on Medium.com. I and mean, it looks legitimate, but obviously it's not. Um, her Medium page is a gold mine for stuff. I'm not going to get into all of them. She's got one though called bury my guilt in an Indian burial ground. (laughs) Okay. Um, here's my favorite title. Don't gaslight me with self-love gaslight. I'm going to have to do an entire episode about gaslighting one day. That's not real. Okay. We got to get over this idea that gaslighting is real. It's not. Stop assuming that just because a psychologist says something, it's real. Psychologists are making shit up. I'm not saying that like a crazy person. I'm not a Scientologist or like an anti-vaxxer or anything. I'm just saying psychology has always been a shaky science and it's been completely infected by Tumblerinas lately. Okay. These Tumbleristas have taken it over. These college women have taken it over. Um, The Cost of Yandy's Dehumanizing Sexy Indian Costumes. Okay, so she's into... Now her thing is that she's a Lakota. She's a Native American. And nothing proves that more so than her latest stand-up set where she performed stand-up for a room of only Indians. Hey, how are ya? Hey, how are ya? This is the Cheyenne River Lakota Sioux stand-up comedian, Jana Schmieding.
1: Hey! Oh, wow! This is the biggest audience I've ever had? <laughs> <laughs> it's about Indians? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Okay, so just a tip, just for starters, if you're an aspiring comedian, number one, give up Stand up comedy is dead. It's a shitty art form. It hasn't been good for decades and is absolutely dead at this point. But uh, just for starters, Jana, uh, don't walk out and, to a tiny little crowd. This is a tiny crowd. I know where she's performing. This is at UCB. She's performing this thing at UCB at maxim, maximum number of seats, I bet it would be like 250, 250 people max. And this is an audience full of Indians, which means it ain't full. There's no way it's full. So, you don't want to walk out and say,
1: wow, this is the biggest crowd I've ever had?
0: Ow! Number one, stop with the interrogative tone on everything. The upspeak, it's shitty. But number two, don't tell them you aren't a professional at this. Act like a professional, okay? (laughs) You gotta fake it till you make it, man. I mean, it's it's (laughs) grating.
1: Jana,
0: um, my Lakota name is Wachiwashiwi. We- Whoa! Oh, somebody start banging a drum in my face.
1: Which uh, translated into English means men are fucking trash.
0: Which translated into English means men are fucking trash, and they're gonna they're gonna chant, they're gonna whoop, they're gonna hoop and holler, <laughs> they're gonna start drinking their fire water. <laughs> Kavanaugh is a fucking monster. Kavanaugh is a fucking monster. I, I mean, I, I don't like. Maybe I'm retarded. I am retarded. I have Down syndrome. I was born with Down syndrome. I identify as a DS individual, but. What, how is that a joke, saying that your Indian name translates to fuck men? Now, if, it, if you made the joke, like, is Indian name, which translates to fuck off whitey, I would get that. That would make sense to me. What does fuck off men have to do with your Indian name? I don't get it. But she loves being Indian, boy. <laughs> now you just,
1: just learned your first Lakota term. <laughs>
0: on sharing a stage with other Native people. <laughs> this has literally never happened. Uh. Okay, she's honored to... Uh, she's honored to be sharing a stage with other Native people, and it's literally never happened. So, uh, there's never been a case before where Native Americans have gotten together on a stage. That's never happened, literally. <laughs> big claim. I, I'm not going to investigate that one, but it's a big claim. <laughs> in the history of entertainment she
1: said uh i'm an enrolled member of the cheyenne river lakota sioux tribe Uh
0: too many names just go lakota okay we don't care about all the other stuff we don't care what river you came from (laughs) all right all right sits with bears
1: Uh, Uh, i am however um white passing which means that white people assume that i'm white and New York City taxi
0: drivers assume that I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> Interesting. She passes as white. People assume she's white. Okay, poke a fat ass. Well, let me think about this for a second. You know, the first thing I noticed about Jana is that her name is Jana Schmieding. And I read that name. I saw she's posting on HuffPo. There tends to be a. Uh, a crossover there where it wouldn't be unreasonable to think that maybe she's at least partially, I don't know, Jewish? 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 At the very least, German. I had a, a funny feeling, okay? Call it a hunch. I had a funny feeling that Jana's not letting on to exactly how native she is. So I started digging back while investigating, finding the stuff about her. I started going back through her shit trying to figure out, okay, just how native are you, Janna? Um, and it turns out she didn't used to post stuff about being an Indian. Now, I'm not saying she's wearing red face, okay? I would never say that, unless I was saying it to make fun of... <laughs> no, never mind. I'm not saying she's wearing red skin, because she's not in Washington, D.C. But I don't think you're just white passing. I think you're mostly white. Now, a lot of people would say this is uh, petty and creepy. And I agree. What I did was both petty and creepy. Petty shit is hilarious. That's what we're all about here. If you're not into that,
1: bye.
0: But I found Jano on Facebook. And let me give you a security tip about your Facebooks, folks. They're only as secure as your friends list. And if your friends list includes your parents, they're not secure at all. Okay. Because I'm reading that name, Schmieding, and I'm going, this is either a German or Jewish last name. Let's investigate. So I type Schmieding into Janna's Facebook friends list. And, of course, who pops up? Her mom and dad. Now, it's the dad's last name, obviously, so I give that a click. I take a look at his profile. Now, I'm not going to dox the guy. I'm not going to give his name further than Schmieding, obviously, I'm not going to put his picture up here. Not going to do any of that kind of stuff. It's not really doxing, but I'm not going to do any of that stuff. But suffice it to say, and feel free to <laughs> do your own investigating here. Jana's dad is 100 percent white, 100 percent. So at best, he's German. At best, Jana is only 50 percent. Native American, that's at best but then I start thinking how many natives are actually 100% native at this point it's gotta be very few, right if you are, you're like incredibly inbred at this point that might explain the being gigantic and stupid, but I don't know so I decided to take a look at Jana's mom and I'm looking at her profile, her mom definitely identifies as native, she definitely identifies as native but does she look all that native? I didn't know. I'm not really finding anything, and I can't really unless I somehow become friends with her on Facebook. I'm not going to go to that Length, but I wasn't really finding any solid proof. All I saw was Jana only recently started posting about being a native, really it wasn't that big a deal to her life. She always identified as such, she's got a tattoo and everything, don't get me wrong. But it only became a big thing in her writing in the past few years, probably around 2014 when the oppression Olympics started on the internet. But then all of a sudden, I noticed something Jana's mom's maiden name is listed. On her Facebook profile. Her maiden name is on there. And her maiden name. And I'm not going to give it away. Because I don't want. Again I'm not trying to get these people harassed or anything. But her maiden name. Is also a German last name. Alright. Now may, there could be something from history. That I'm not aware of. Where all the natives in Jana's area. All the Lakota. Started taking on German last names. I don't know, but my guess is Jana is less, she's probably less than a quarter Native American, okay? All I'm saying here is Jana, much like Chief Crying Wolf, you know, is a liar. She's a bit of a liar. She's saying she's white passing. No, Jana, you're white. A white You're not just white passing. You are white enough that any white person would consider you white if you both look white and are more than 50% white. You're just white, okay? You don't get to have the oppression there anymore. Sorry, you don't. All I'm saying is I wouldn't stick Jana out in front of my cigar store door, okay? Mostly because she'd block it and nobody would be able to get in. I wouldn't be able to sell any cigars. (laughs) Okay? You catch my drift? So Jan is just lying, basically, (laughs) about her oppression as both a fat woman and a native person. Now, I've missed some super chats here. Nothing funnier than cardiac arrest, lads. I vomited into my fucking tea, says Friedrich. Uh, Trey just sent in a uh, $2 donation. Thank you. Ray says, trail of tears for fat people when? Pavich says, three fatties walk into a club. Club is at capacity. Yeah, exactly. How about three fatties walk into a club? Sandwich. Um, ha, 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 bah, ha, 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 they're saying in the chat room, Land O'Lakes butter. Uh, she could not fit on the Land O'Lakes packaging, to be fair. Now, look, maybe that was all, maybe you don't care at all. Maybe you don't give a shit about whether or not she's telling the truth, if she's native or not. Maybe you were here just for the fat stuff, but don't worry, I got your back. We're going to end all of this on one of the saddest things I've ever seen, cementing in my mind, the pathetic life that is Jana Schmieding, and that is an actual video of Jana panhandling on the New York City subway. Now she's not panhandling for money, no. She's panhandling for love. For love. 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 And yes, this is a set up video, but Jana, in her own words, in her own medium articles and comments and everything, in her own words says. She really was trying to- this was a social experiment and she really was so desperate at 34 years old that she went onto the subway and tried to beg somebody to date her. Take a look at this.
1: (laughs) Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I am not homeless, out of work. I'm not asking for money tonight. I am on this train. Searching for the man of my dreams. (laughs) I am single. And unfortunately, it's gotten to the point where I need to rely on the help of strangers. I'm not asking for change today. In (laughs) fact...
0: Okay, again, I know this is a setup bit. People go into the subway, do this stuff all the time. She's got multiple cameras there. She said herself... That this was a real social experiment I have to remind you that I'm not just playing this out of context Okay, she really is this desperate
1: If somebody were to take me out I prefer to split the bill (laughs) A little bit about myself I am 34 years old And I haven't had the experiences That many adults have gotten to have at my age The last date I went on Was with a man Who told me that when he was 14, he had sex with a goat. That is a real story. Anything you have, anything at all would be great. Sorry. A business start?
0: Okay, so then people start, get, start helping her with it, right? So you think like, oh, it's just gonna go sad. No, of course, this has an uplifting ending. Sort of, they thought it was uplifting, you tell me if you, th- I don't think it's uplifting. Maybe I'm weird, but I don't think this is uplifting. This guy, she says, he says, I got a business card for you. She says, for you, from you? He says, no, not mine, but for a friend of mine, okay? So let's see if she finds love.
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you. You're getting divorced? I can have your husband? I don't know Be careful because I'm in a desperate state
0: Yikes 32 Oh god So some woman says I didn't meet anyone till I was 32 Don't worry She's 34 lady That ain't helpful She's two years beyond that
1: yeah. does make-
0: I would rather die than fuck her They say in the chat room We
1: feel better
0: You still have time okay. You still have hope <laughs>
1: Don't be afraid. Just because I'm here doesn't mean I'm an awful person. I'm a uh, teacher. I just am brave enough and desperate enough to be on the, on the train right now. Oh,
0: God. It- you can't play uplifting music and have a woman go, I'm desperate. I'm literally desperate for someone to fuck me. And by the way, if you don't think she's desperate, this is that Medium article. Uh, that says, don't gaslight me with self-love, she says she met up with uh, an ex-boyfriend of her or some guy she, like, fucked or something. She dated, quote-unquote. And they met up after uh, a long time apart and while they're out drinking together, he says to her, when we broke up, I had been cheating on you for several months. You didn't know that? And when my clumsy response turned into a girlish, shameful chuckle for, I in fact... Did not know that <laughs> he was cheating. His response was a relieved, whew, I feel a lot better after telling you that. My value to him was zero. The worst was yet to come. In my sad, drunk, distracted state, after listening to him blab on about his new polyamorous, hypersexual lifestyle... I decided to test his obvious availability. I turned, so again, this guy, he's fucking everybody. Ooh, I fuck it. He's telling her this. I'll fuck anybody. I'm polyamorous. I'm not held down. No woman's got me. I can have sex with anyone. So she tested him. She says, I turned to him. I asked, well, what would you say if I asked you to come home with me tonight? I know I'm more ashamed of this than maybe anything else in my life, especially because his response was a wrinkled nose and an apologetic, eh, I don't think that's a good idea. My value to him was below zero. He couldn't even get himself drunk enough to have sex with her after just telling her that he has sex with everybody he can. (laughs) Okay? And that's what led to this.
1: Oh my god!
0: So another guy, another guy gives her the phone number of his roommate. He says, my roommate is like 32 or 33. He doesn't even know his roommate's fucking age. Imagine being that roommate. How fucking shitty would that be when you get that call? And trust me, she called that guy. He got that call, and he must have been like, you did fucking what, bro? What the fuck did you do? You gave it to what? My phone number. You just gave that out to a crazy woman on the train, and she's how big? 32, 33? All right, I'll take it.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Thank you. Even hey. she knows this isn't going well.
1: Anybody else? I see you guys are having a good time down there. Twitter handle? Aww.
0: Anybody else? Twitter handle. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh Uh-oh. There's no single people here.
0: Yeah, there's never any single people when it's a fat woman begging. Would you pay someone's student debt, they ask her.
1: Would I pay someone else's debt? Bro.
0: That is bold. That is bold.
1: Come on. Listen.
0: I'm not a sugar mama. You look like it. Okay, we win. All right, Jana sucks. We win. Ladies and gentlemen, Jana Schmieding, a.k.a. Polka Fat Ass, the Elizabeth Warren of fat phobia, I hope you guys enjoyed that. My dad is like 83 or 84. Yeah, (laughs) Would he date her? Um, (laughs) Bet she smells like pork chops. Trollito with the final super chat tonight says, Hashtag repeal the 19th. I give up, and I have to agree with you on that. Okay, guys, thank you so much for joining me live. I know that was a long one. Really appreciate it. Again, if you enjoy the show, if you like what we do, on Wednesday, we're going to have a premium episode. We do two episodes exactly like this a week. Um, It's not extra. It's not, you know, it's not just a half ass sort of thing. It's a full episode of the show. In fact, sometimes crazier stuff happens on those premium episodes. You can get those at the $12 level of the Pizza Fund and up, and you can join for as little as a dollar and get immediate access, immediate access to over $50, $50, 50 hours worth of content. Oh, actually, you know what? I just realized I'm, I'm misspeaking. This Wednesday, uh, we've already done four premium episodes this month, so this Wednesday, we're going to be doing our $1 level section uh, show. Our $1 level section show is a prank call game show called Craigslist Roulette, where I put r- items on Craigslist, get real calls from people, reverse prank calls, and then I prank as many people as possible. There's a winner in everything. We give out prizes. It's all for a dollar, and you get immediate access to over 50 hours worth of that content right there. It's worth it. If you like like what we do here. Remember, I respect your time. I don't play the ads. I hate YouTube ads. I hate them. Every time I open up a YouTube video, I see those little yellow dots in the timeline. I got to get out of there. I can't do it. I want to support people, I'd rather do it directly. I hope you feel the same way. So if you do, you can do that. Podawful.pizza is the link. We built our own Patreon. Podawful.pizza. Look at the different plans and see what's good for you. And uh, we do also sell merch like the very shirt I'm wearing, the Make Them Pay Secrets Kept t-shirt from one of our goons. Uh, You can find all of our merch, including our latest hoodie, the Happy to Be Here hoodie designed by Kanye West. Over at podawful.shop. dot shop. That's the way we keep the lights on here. Jana Tor uh, actually has the last super chat. He says, "Jana shm eating, <laughs> Jana shm eating." I think that's a great place to end it. And until next time, have an awful day. <laughs> Head over to potawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at potawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza Fund. potawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at potawful.com.